All right, welcome back on Link Up Podcast. And today we have White Sosa Yo. and Cricket. Mama. Mama Cricket. Sosa. Yeah. Mama Sosa. How did so, y'all get your names? So when I was in eighth grade, my favorite, not, not even eighth grade, but like sixth to eighth grade, my favorite rapper was Chief Keith, mm-hmm. and that carried on into high school. Okay. Then around my junior year, so like my freshman all the way to I was a junior, I always wanted to play basketball. So my Instagram name back then was Average Hooper. <laughs> okay. So then, then I was just like, I feel like it'd be way better than that. So I said, White Sosa, because Chiki's my favorite rapper. Oh, okay. You know that? But then, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to make my my own name out of it. Yeah. And uh, when I did that, I made SOSA an uh, acronym. Mm. So that's S.O.S.A. Dot. It means someone on something amazing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because we were debating. I was like, is it Sammy Sosa? Because, you know, Sammy Sosa looks white now. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think that's where you got his name from. <laughs> I was like, I, I, like, like, I got to ask. Do you even know who Sammy Sosa is? Because yeah, you're super young. Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're what, 22? 22. 20, yeah, so. I like I like the name though because I was like I was confused. I was like, is it Sammy? And, and then like, oh. and then with how sensitive the generation is with the race, with yeah. the race stuff and all that. I don't even like when I say white sauce. I don't even say white. Like when I say it was white, your skin color. I'll be like, I'm like basically. But now I'm just start using it as it's my ice. Ah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of like little white. We had little white on here. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, and he was like. His friend back in the day was like, I'm black. What did he say? It was black something. Ah, oh, damn. I don't know, black some name. And then he's like, we're going to call you white, little white, but we're going to spell it different so everybody's not thinking it's a racial thing. Yeah. And because he's like, he was thinking that far back in the day, like, because little white's been around since the 90s. Uh, yeah. Same so, age as us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's actually younger than us. He's like only 37, 38. Well, I mean, I, I don't age. We know. <laughs> we know. So, how did you get your name? Cricket. Were uh, you a DJ at one time or something yeah, like that? That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be DJ Cricket. <laughs> she she moves around too fast. <laughs> um, look who's talking. She had to get stuck behind the DJ booth for two hours. She's like, "Fuck this! I can't go <laughs> talk to nobody." <laughs> no, when I went used to go to Neon Moon, y'all know uh, Christy Purble, who's not with us anymore, but she uh, I wore this like white like tie up. Shirt and some black pants and had a white stripe on the side. And she said, I look like, she said, I look like a cricket, like, you know, Jimmy the cricket. (laughs) So Mark Teeters called me cricket from then on. But then other things came out of it. Like, I'm not even going to go there. Ah. You know, he'd be like rubbing your legs together, cricket or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, crazy. All right, man. All right. So. Look, nobody calls me. Only my old school people call me that now. So, what do people call you at work now? Mama Sosa. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All day. I'll call you Mama Sosa for now. Because everybody's too. younger than me there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they all know my kid. How does that feel? Um, It feels good. I'm proud of him. But he's still my kid. Yeah. And when I say James, they're like, who's James? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> James, my kid. <laughs> Well, it's funny. Like earlier, you texted me that you were running late, and you said James is on the way. And I was like, "It took if I didn't realize what I was thinking." And I was like, "Oh, James, I got you." Yeah, you know, I know. Man. See, I remember you telling me their names a long time ago. Yeah, and like that. But you know, who no, remembers? People, people at school, they'll be like, they'll be like, "So you don't care if I call you James?" 
I said I used to when I was younger, but now I don't care because my name is on Google. Like everybody, yeah. everybody can see it, so I'm like, and like, might as well. But you know, when people call you by your real name, they know you yeah. by James. Yeah. Like they're not just somebody. Something's random, like me. I told yeah. you, hey James, what's up? Like you, like, yeah. Hey, it's, it's, it's why Sosa, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, come on. Like, so how long have you had that name? Why Sosa? Yeah. I was a junior in high school. Oh, okay. A kid. So a, a kid. So I told him how I got the name. So, when I was at a football game, the dude named Cole Cole Dunham, I went to you know Houston High School with him. He had he had, D, he had producer DJ all that type of stuff. He came up to me at a Houston high school football game, and he was like, "Yo, bro, uh, your name White Sosa. It sounds you could be a rapper." <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm just like, well, I mean, I'll try it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've always loved, you know, that attention. You know what I'm saying? I love the attention. I wouldn't do nothing crazy for no attention, but I love attention. But um, so I said we could try it. Went to his house and recorded something, and it was the most was the worst thing. It's, it was terrible. He made me, he made, he made me record a rap song on a dubstep type of beat. And oh, that wow. was so difficult. And then back then, I didn't even know how to catch the beat. So yeah. I was just all beating all, all types of stuff. So. Is that when you count uh, the bars or whatever? Nah, like, no. It's the, the flow. It's oh, the okay. Flow. So yeah, I was up with my family earlier, and I told my niece and nephew that you were, we were recording with you today, mm -hmm. and he showed me a video. Dude, it's at Houston, or maybe it's a, it's a football game. I don't know if it's Houston, but like, man, you got the kids going is fucking that little wild. Mm -hmm. Is that Little Sam's video? Or is it just a video no, of him? Oh, it was, <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought it was, he was saying a video. No, it was a video of him oh. hyping the crowd before, okay, like, I thought during the game or the after game the game or before the Sam. game, something like that. And he was just, I was like, man, this yeah, motherfucker got him. everybody they going. They love him. He goes to so all must, the So it must have been Houston because everybody knew you, you know? So it must have been Houston high schools. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. All the every every really? like you can ask her that like yeah. during football season every Friday I went to every school every high school or at least the ones I you know I know I could just go to yeah and I just go to the football games and all of them would go crazy but the one that you're talking about is Kyerville oh okay Kyerville yeah so you've been rapping since what 2016 20 yeah 2016 what's your favorite song you've done so far it's uh. You want something that's out or something that's unreleased? Oh, so it's unreleased. Yeah, it's unreleased. Okay, so when is it going to be released? I want to say in like May. So coming up. Yeah. But I mean, I'm dropping something April 29th, but that was my one of my favorites, but I just recorded something the other day. I got and you. that is crazy. So with the songs of yours that have been released, what's your favorite on those? That have been? That's mm, hard. Uh, it's hard. Probably either try to tell them wild. Oh, I love that. I love both of those. Or uh, yeah, it's a very hard decision. Uh, approach, approach. That's my favorite one. Approach or my whole brain injury album. Like I only consider that a song. Like I like the whole album is my favorite because it's, it's about everything that happened to me. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Can we hear a snippet? Yeah. Shot. Want me to play it from my phone? Yeah, you can. There we go. Which one are you gonna play? 
I'm probably I'm play uh probably healed. It's been a long road. But he's done good. Yeah, of course. I mean he's done very well. You know uh um, He actually went too fast for me. The way he's recovered so fast? Well, just he wanted to recover so fast yeah. and I felt like he and was I did pushing it. She's trying to hold me back. I said, I wasn't, no, I'm going. No, it's a mom and me. It's a mom and me. And what's um what's the uh, what's the girl's name or woman's name that her son uh, had a motorcycle wreck or something like that? Um she does t shirts, she works at Champion World or did. She used to date Matt Thomas. Charlie? No. Oh fuck, I forget her name. Oh, the one that's on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I don't know her, who she... I, don't, I never met her before, but I've seen her on Instagram. Well, her son is, like, recovering from brain injury, too. And, like, yeah. he's... From, like, the first video she posted to, like, he can write... Like, you know, he can write his name really well now and stuff. Like, he's walking by himself, unassisted, and all that kind of stuff. Well, he's, he's been going to Coach Shabazz. Yeah. And that's, I think that's helped him a whole lot. Human body is amazing, man. What it can do. Mm. Well, it ain't well and the he's body. hard-headed, it's, too, it's, it's, so... It's, it's, your will. You, you got to be stubborn, but if you're stubborn, you got hard headed. No, that's what I'm saying. If you're, stubborn, <laughs> if you're stubborn, you have to have the mind, the, the self motivation yeah. to want to put in that work. True. Like you got to want to do it. Yeah. You can't say, oh, I'm going to do this. No, you got to do it. Yeah. It's like manifesting. Yeah, and then it's like, I, I'm just real spiritual now. Like I really believe like God is everything. Mm, that's like, awesome. I really feel like God brought me. To where I am now. To serve your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But here's a, here's a snippet, though. Okay. We all know my speech and thoughts was off, but this was going on. Now I speak on how I really feel, been quiet way too long. Y'all know this was my first song back, but this time got a different tone. Return a baby joker, but these scars is from my comatose. I'm back in this bitch and I'm healed. That little water, I swore like a seal. A lot of folks like, cause I kept it too real. But to be honest, I wish I was killed. I tried to make rumors before it came out. Got hit by a car, don't be flying for clouds. Was gone for a while, they watching like scouts. More focused and never motivated by doubts. Yeah, I like cold, that, man. man. Yeah, thank you. Thank and that's you. called Healed? Healed. It was, it's called Healed Comatose Remix. Because Comatose is the first song I dropped a month after my coma, a month and a half after my coma. Wow. Jesus. And I, it was, yeah. a, I, it my, was very hard for me my to speech, listen to that. My speech was messed up, yeah. but I was proud of myself because I did it. Mm. I still was able to come through and do it. I, I shot a video to it and everything. And then a year a year after my coma, I recorded that to show y'all show everybody the difference Damn. of what I was then and what I what I am now. And that's I'm way better than that now. Yeah, yeah. So that's like you're through the wire pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye when he broke his fucking. Job. Not like me. I, I talk to Coach Shabazz about it all the time. Like I could relate to Kanye in a lot of ways. I got a song, unreleased song called Stronger. Yeah, it's we sampled. Kanye's stronger. Ah, uh, okay. And it's about my recovery process. That's legit, man. That yeah. is really fucking cool. How long were you? How long were you in your coma for? Nine days. Damn. It was about eight. No, it was eight days. Eight. He woke up on the eighth day. I couldn't. It was nine. I remember like it was yesterday. Well, I'm just telling you on that I'm, seventh day. The, doc, the doctor said it was nine. <laughs> I thought it was eight. Well, maybe. Mama I Sosa. Mama Sosa. Let's just go with nine. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with what I you mean, said. I mean, I was there. <laughs> you told me nine a million times. So I don't know where you're getting eight from. Because the seventh night was the hardest for me because uh, you didn't yeah. wake up and the next day you did to me. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, how, when you were there with him, how long did those seven days feel? Uh, eternity. Because every day just seemed nonstop. All day, every, I just, nonstop. I don't right? want to get emotional, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it was the hardest thing in yeah. my entire life because I already have Carson, right? And that's a lot. And then I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah, and I'd never been away from Carson more than like four nights in his life. So, yeah, because I know I saw Chappie was, was going out, out there yes, a bunch, right? Uh, Chris, and then my best friend Vivian and Maz, Larry, Maz. Mm. Monkey. <laughs> oh, I know them. They yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. They came to the fights one night with um, obviously Chris and yep. um, she's gonna kill me. What's Chris's wife's name? Chris and Mary. Chris no. Mize? No, that Christian Arnold. Oh, oh, I'm talking about. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, so calls him Uncle Chris basically. Oh, okay. So like, but if Vivian hadn't been there, I don't know what I would have done because like she helped me with like she dealt with all like the, you know the. Whatever they needed, like, to talk about stuff. I couldn't yeah. do it. Like, I had to have her do it. They were there for, like, a week with me. Thank God. Oh, I wouldn't have survived without them. And thank God for everybody that pitched in because it's expensive out there. I'm not an L.A. girl for show. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a lot. L.A. is crazy. What were you doing out there? I had to shoot a video, or I had to do a, do a song with another rapper named Caskey. And, I mean... You know what I'm saying? Me and him still locked in. Like, I still text him today. Yeah. But other than that, it just, the trip went left. And so. It was the farthest. He had been there one other time, only for like two nights. Mm-hmm. And usually when he goes somewhere for the first time, I try to go at least to know where he's at so he right. knows where to go and just so I'm comfortable. Right. You of know, course. so, um, but we had already gone to, we had gone to Cancun for, we, it was like our Christmas gift to each other. Mm-hmm. And oh, then nice. his 21st birthday was January 24th. And he went to Miami. Well, I literally went for one night to Miami and I surprised him at Prom 112. I acted like, I was like, I'm going to buy you dinner at Prom 112. Let me know what time you want to go that Sunday night and I'll pay for it. I'll give you my card or I'll call him and give him my card. Uh I worked a double that Saturday, and my flight left at 6 a.m. that Sunday on the 24th. Damn. And I had to go to Miami, and then I showed up at dinner at like 7-something. And it wasn't two weeks later. No, 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 no. Before that. What? She missed it. What? She missed the flight on the way back I'm going to pay for your dinner. I've never missed a flight. There was a train. I've never. He always worried he's going to miss a flight because he's always like, Running around, so waiting to the last minute. The Uber driver took too long. To no, pick you I up? always run a car. Ah, Nobody's driving me ah, anywhere. It's her, it's her, it's her. Nobody drives me anywhere. She don't know yeah. how to be on time. Oh, so you rented a car in Miami? I always rent a car. Oh, okay. Always. I don't let people drive me. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. I can't. I can't. That's especially a control after, thing for me. After what happened, I ain't, yeah. I don't talk. Oh, I can't talk about all. He that needs there. a driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, so literally. There's no way I could have gone. Like, I just, I had to work. And I'd worked a worked that Friday night. My mom had Carson because I was a double the next day. Mm-hmm. So I go home. Long story short, I'd never, like, posted his location anywhere. 
But I took a picture and I was like, I'm glad my kids lets me be a stalker mom <laughs> because that's who I am. I need to know where he's at. Yeah. And it's not about that. It's about I need to know if something was to happen. So, um, yeah, so my mom and Carson come into my room at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, is something wrong with Carson? Why is she even here? <laughs> and Yeah. And I, I didn't even know. Like, I grabbed a backpack, just threw stuff in it. I called Vivian. She didn't answer. I sent her a message. I've got I've to get a flight. Give me a flight. Give me a flight. Well, the flight there left at 8 a.m. Because normally I do Allegiant because it's straight there, but it wasn't yeah. leaving until like 6 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And there was my mind, I just could not function. So Vivian finally called me like four. So she's like, I found you a flight. You leave at 8 a.m. You land in L.A. at noon. With the flight from Memphis to L.A., there was a you know layover in um, Dallas. Well, there was a storm going on. Mm. My flight was leaving from Dallas to L.A. at 10.30 a.m. We didn't even land. They delayed our landing. I didn't even land. I didn't get. Damn. So my next flight wasn't leaving. I mean, I literally just broke after that. And then I landed. Um, I finally got on my plane at like noon. I landed in L.A. at like 2 something. I got to the 2.30. I got to the hospital at like 4, 4.30. Yep. It was a lot. What were the doctors saying initially? They're going to tell you the worst. Yeah. I mean, they, of course, had, they said he had three facial fractures and they had to do surgery, which two they did. And then one heals on its own. Um, the most frustrating part about that, though, was he, after surgery. So they had to put a trach in and then a feeding tube. Well, when he finally woke up and he was starting to do like starting getting better, they kept saying they were going to take the trach because that was on his. He's like me and he can't sit still. And I, I mean, Hello. I can't sit still either. Like, he'll be on the phone. He'll be pacing. He's in yeah. the, on the airplane. He's like this. Like, he just, he's, that's me. So, um, it kept frustrating me because I'm so nice to people, like, especially doctors and stuff, but I'm nice until I'm not. And that's with my kids. And they kept saying they were going to, like, two different doctors would say, I'm taking this out today or this out today. And I'm like, y'all are going to hold my kid back. If you tell him that you're taking it out, then you better take it out. But there was things that they had to figure out. But it, yeah. But when I'm telling you, as soon as they started taking all that stuff out, even though it took like a week longer than we thought, it, it was a big difference. It, mm. The change in him. And I knew that because if he thought that he, like he wasn't healing and y'all were keeping that in him, that, that he's not going to think positive. He needs to think positive. Absolutely. I mean, he has to be off this. Don't tell him that. Don't frustrate my kid. <laughs> like you don't frustrate me. So why were they keeping it? I mean, I'm sure. Did they keep it in extra just for precautionary reasons? Or? That and insurance stuff. Oh, they just want to make sure that mm-hmm. they didn't pull out too soon or something. Yeah, they, got, they, got they, they, they ass, can right? only. Like, it's an insurance. I don't want to go into all that, but yeah. I've always it, heard about like comas. Is that if people are positive around the person in a coma, it makes a big difference too. Well, and so for the first five days. So the first day when I landed, the nurses there were amazing. Like they let me stay mm-hmm. as long as I wanted. And Jasmine was there too. His well, it was his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. She had been injured, but she her injuries were not I mean, they were bad, but not bad, bad. So she was out. I had to pick her up Sunday. And we actually drove to their Airbnb to get their stuff. And that was hard. They hadn't they never even slept in this Airbnb. They landed, mm-hmm. they went, you know, to do their thing that Friday, right. after, you know, they landed that Friday afternoon, went and did their thing, and uh, long story short, uh, we went and got his stuff, but 
the first, so I didn't get to see him Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then that Sunday evening, I got to do like two or three FaceTimes a day. But to me, that's the, that was the biggest thing about COVID for me. Like, how do you keep somebody from your child? Yeah. <laughs> like, especially if somebody was to die. Like, what, what if? No, right. Like, you need somebody there with you. Put them, I mean, like, that was my thing. Put me in a hazmat suit. I don't care. I was going to say, why didn't they, like, give you a couple and, tests and, and see if you were positive or negative and then oh, I was on let it. you in and stay in there the I was time. on it. That Wednesday morning, I, I saw the website. It had changed, like, the restrictions. And we were able to, somebody could be there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., but it had to be the same person. Mm. So hard as hell for the mama. But I switched up with the eyes, and I let her have a day, and then I'd go a day. Until he got back, you know, went to, like, a better, after he went down from ICU. Right. I was able to go during the day and she was able to stay at night, which was good. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's crazy. Like I, th- those restrictions were bad. I don't, I don't understand that. Like if I, if I'll I, never understand. <coughs> that. If folks had asked me, do you want the vaccine? I told them, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into that, please. I mean, Lord. to each his own. <laughs> I got vaccinated because my parents, you know, they wanted me. Well, my brothers were both like, we signed you up. I can't remember. Oh, remember when you could drive to the one that used to be the car place on Witten, you know? Yeah. Where you get your inspection. I went there, and they're like, we signed you up here. You need to go. This is your time. Get in line. Drive your car. I was like, all right. And then I was like, one is enough, right? They're going to have to get the second one. And then the second one happened. And then then a third, and then a booster. Well, no. And so then I I get the booster, right, which is the third one. And I'm like, dude. What the fuck? They were like, it's just, ridiculous. They were like, just get it, just get it. We signed you up at Walgreens. I think it was Walgreens Farmington or something. I was like, the fuck, man. Like, you know, this is ridiculous. And then I got them all, and I'm like, you know, I had COVID before all that, and then I was like, um, I guess I'm good. I guess I have a bunch of antibodies. Um, I don't know. And that's the crazy thing. Like, people were still dying with the vaccine. And yeah. And I said, see, if that's going on, what's the point of me getting it? You know what I'm saying? It would have been different. It wasn't very helpful. Yeah, yeah it would have been, sure. been different if, like, you got it and the chances of catching it or dying from it just dramatically dropped. dropped. Yeah. Right. Like, to, like, maybe, like, what is it, less than 1% or whatever the error message is, yeah. you know? But, like, no, it was still, like, you could still catch it. Yeah. So after I got vaccinated, after I got it, you know, I wore my mask again and stuff like that. And then I've always worn the mask. Yeah. I'm not somebody that's going to be a Karen yeah. or wherever they call them. I can't stand that <laughs> shit. Like, if there's a, like, in my, re- in some of my accounts, this, this older couple, they have yeah. a sign up in the door. Please Put wear it your, on. Please wear your mask Why before you, you enter, you know? And, uh, you know, we respect that as a company, you know, when we go in there. But, like, there's people coming in there. They won't serve them. The guy, the, the old man, he just he just walks away. Like, he goes yeah. to the office. Sir, I'm not serving you. You don't have a mask on. We yeah. have them right there on the counter. If you'd like to put one on, I'll be more than happy to check you out. Yeah. He's like, this is America. You know, because it's all right. It doesn't said, you know, matter. Everybody like, has a right to run their business the way they run exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not against anybody doing whatever right. they need to do. And I'm not going to fight on that. And it's like, I'm not going to be the only person walking around Sam's or something like, without a mask on. Yeah. Because, because I saw... Because I just want to be exactly. an ass. Yeah. It's just like, come on, man. So what did you see when you were in your coma, like when you, when you were there? Like, did you see it? Do you remember anything from your coma? You do? What did yeah. you see? Yeah, voices. Like, I could. I remember I heard her talking about she finna uh, go see go back home and see Carson for, you know, a couple of days and come back. You were awake then. Oh, well. I, was, I know. It's a lot. I was well, off he, drugs, though. No, yeah. but let me tell you something. <laughs> He is strong as hell. Like, he kept trying to get up in the coma. It's very hard to understand. Like, he could, 
I'd play one of his songs and he would like do this, but his eyes, like he would try to open his eyes and it's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's a subconscious thing. Like you're just, you're, you're like, it feels like he's stuck. That's how it felt to me. Like he was just stuck. Like you could not open his eyes. Like that's what I remember. I remember I was just dreaming and in my dream, in my mind, I told myself, I said, why can I get up? Like what's going on? Like what, 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 like why can I just get, get up like I usually can? And then most of I remember is with my uh, with Jasmine. Every dream I had, some tragic happened between me and her. Like every dream, he just didn't Damn. know what it was. Like, but he kept trying to get up. Like, yeah, but they had to put him like restraining him, like on the yes, bed. and so leaving him at eight p.m. because I could take him out when I'm there and hold his hand. Yeah, but when I would leave, they would have to put it back, and that was the hardest thing, knowing he had to be struck because I know me. And I know him is being set, like stuck somewhere and strapped down is like torture. Like you yeah. cannot. And then in his mind, he can't even open his eyes. So I'm thinking, oh, it was it was hard. It's be- it was better once we were able to stay during the day and at night, and he wasn't having to be restrained. Yeah. Well, did they do that? Because if nobody was there, just in case, and he woke up, he might try to get up. Oh, or well, he the, was trying to get up or something like it that. It took like, four of us to hold his ass down. I mean, it was honest. a lot. Let's be honest. You were getting up. They probably thought I was possessed. Mm. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> well, just like Tony said earlier, you you heard your song, and it's you know it's one happy, it's happy positive stuff, right? So yeah. that's what you like, and then you just get the rest of your no, eyes see, to open. That that was the great thing about Jasmine being there. Mm-hmm. She tried her hardest to keep everything positive, like. She would tell everybody he's gonna wake up, everything will oh, be okay. Like she was positive. Right. And that's the that's why I don't like nobody I don't let nobody like talk down on her even if we broke up or not. Right. Like, because I got the utmost respect for her. Cause of what you know what I'm saying, just because she did right. all that. But at the end of the day it is what it is. So yeah. So when did you start touring again? Are you going on tour soon? I want to, but I know he's doing I'm music fest. Yeah, that's what I was going I'm in with so this. Excited. <laughs> that was the first thing I wrote down. And y'all know Look. I don't go to music fest. <laughs> uh, music fest, right? So we're here somewhere. We can't read so, that. Scribble. He can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so when that you, looks like my writing. Like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> so when you first got the letter from Memphis in May, tell me the emotions and stuff you were going through. I wasn't even a letter. I got a phone call. Bro called me, he said, uh, his name Pepper, Artemis Pepper. He called me. He was like, hey, little bro. He said, I remember you hit me hit me up back in 2020 trying to get on Music Fest. And he was like, you've been persistent, you've been consistent with your music and all you've been working. He said, I got you a slot. Do you want it? He said, 2.15 p.m. on April 30th. Oh, only so, I, I was supposed to say the time. All right, so during the day, <laughs> yeah, it's the Saturday, April thirty. Oh, they have not, have they not released that yet? Like with the breakdown is. I don't know. Oh, they that, have. I thought they, they might have released it, but two fifteen oh. p.m. Okay. And uh, what's the stage? I can't remember. Zen. 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 Stage. That's the tobacco, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, is it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So then, so then, uh, I was like, oh. I said, really? You know, in my, like, how, He's messing with you. how I think now is, like, it don't hit me until after the fact. Yeah. So I said, I appreciate you so much. Like, this is a dream come true, you know. Hung up the phone. He's been back. I mean, like his, in his, that's been one of his things he wanted so bad. Yeah. And, and so then, so then, at that point, <laughs> at that point, it was like, 
We hung up the phone. I sat in the car for, and I was on the way to get a camera lens for my cameraman for me and chop a new music video. Yeah. And uh, I I looked, I just looked, and I started screaming. I said, "Yeah!" I was awesome. I said, "What the fuck?" I was, I was so happy. I had uh, called everybody. I started crying. He deserves it. I said, "I said I was just in a coma a year ago. How the fuck am I here now?" Yeah, man. I, I said, "I'm already at Music Fest." I said, "Them doctors were telling me it could. They didn't say it would, but they said it could be up to two years before you really get to doing what you want to do again." I'm back. It ain't nothing to me. I made it come with my bitch. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that was shit. I'm definitely gonna be there because, you know, I work for Budweiser and we got the little the little tent yeah. thing set up there in front of the Bud Light stage. And I think so. Here's the Bud Light stage. So here's Tiger Lane. So right? you've been Runs down up. there. You've seen how well, they're doing it, or no? I saw like online they released where right. the, where the stages are and stuff. So you walk in from East Parkway. There's a stage year, year, and then the top of the stage, well, the fountains is the, another two stages. Uh, that Zai, whatever you call Zin. it, Zin, that's on this side, and the Bud Light one is, so they're across from each other like okay, this. Okay, cool. And um, we're just going to be camped out by the Bud Light, but I'm going to definitely come there and check you out. You're going to be there for sure, too. Um, yeah. Well, you'll be backstage, so I'll be like, yeah, cricket. <laughs> I might Mama jump so out so. on stage. I might out <laughs> rap him. Everybody. I'm gonna get a shirt that says. Don't make me come out there rapping. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt that says. I'm like, with Mama Sosa. So. <laughs> oh. You do need that. Yeah, like, Mama Sosa. So. Look, he hates that. Like, yeah. Oh my god. He's gonna see me while he's rapping. He's like, that motherfucker actually did it. <laughs> I know. Everybody keeps asking me, "Am I nervous?" I'm not even. I'm. Not, I, this, he's this getting this, there. I think. This is something I've been ready for since I was 16 years old. Yeah. So. I've always I wanted never. this. I've always wanted never. this. Like this is something I've always wanted. Now when I hit that stage and I see all them people, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. But I'ma still have that I'm gonna be so happy. I ain't got no choice but to turn up. But like he's that. performed in a in front of a, some big crowds. I mean, yeah. like I'm I was like especially the first time I saw like what was that water what was Waterford, Mississippi, man, that they go they go crazy out there. Yeah, what yeah. is that? It's like 3,000, 4,000 people. It was Damn. insane. I remember seeing it, and I was just like, whoa, that's my kid up on that stage. Is it like a country? I mean, not a country, but like a, like a, like a music fest or something? I don't no, know. No, no. Waterford is just a town in Mississippi or a city town, whatever, yeah. in Mississippi. And they just had this. Now They don't do it no more, but they had this event every year. And it was hosted by some people named Project H. And... They hit me up and they was like, hey, we want you to perform. And they sent me, like, how their shows yeah. be looking. I said, oh, shit. I said, all right, bet. Man, I got there. The brother told me them the two, three thousand, or three to four thousand people in here. I said, damn. I got in there. I didn't even hesitate. I just went straight to turning up, chunking clear fruit bottles of people in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the biggest crowd you performed in front of before then? Uh, That's a lot of people, man. Before it that, is. before that, I ain't gonna lie, probably a hundred, two hundred. Yeah, but that was my biggest, still my biggest right now, as of right now. Well, music fest is gonna be your biggest because I really believe after not having music fest for what two oh, years, oh, it's gonna be, be insane. Be and, and you know, a lot of people that don't want to go downtown, they don't have to go downtown now because it's in uh, by the yeah. fairgrounds, right? So, what's your excuse now? It's in the middle. It's the middle of the city, right? Yeah, and they're also doing shuttles. For free, you just have to sign up online. It'll take you from the fairgrounds, like there'll be a couple of drop-offs right. and pickups, and they drop you off downtown. Didn't somewhere. they do that for? Oh no, I don't know if they yeah. did. I thought and you meant to the to go, but like, I, didn't they do something like that 
I remember that. I think that's the last barbecue fest I went to when there was a Tiger Lane. That was like ten years ago. Then, yeah, yeah I mean, like yeah, 2011. I don't yeah. go anymore. Yeah. But um, they're running the buses, so people <laughs> that want to that are staying downtown. Yeah. Can, I mean, they're running them like every fifteen minutes. That's crazy. So, I didn't like, know that. Yeah. So that's going to be easier for people that have, don't have to pay for Uber because you know how expensive Uber is going to be spiking. Yeah. And stuff. Everything spiked. So who were some of your? I know you mentioned Chief Keith, but who else was like some of you looked up to? As far as uh, musicians, what's his face? Um, All right, look, let me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not your mother. Look, look uh, XXX Tentacion, oh, long live him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, brother's a legend. Like, I don't care what nobody say. He he put a stamp on this earth yeah. that will never leave. Like he was hard. Like everything. Like I watch his shows. And I watch, I listen to his music. I like, I watch, I like, I watch his performances. I go on YouTube and watch him to motivate me to mm-hmm. go, go out there and go crazy like how he did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He was nothing but motivation to me, cause, you know, people used to probably like make fun of him, all that type of stuff. But now he, he's one of the biggest in the world. Even though he's dead, he's still one of the biggest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Other than that, NBA young boy, uh. Money bag, Post Malone. I don't, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I listen, like I listen to Post Malone here and there, but it, it ain't even Post Malone music that motivate me or that you know guides me. It's his personality and it's his shows. Like me seeing how he acts, like he acts like he don't care, like he just don't care yeah. about what nobody got to say. He's not stunned what the world is doing. He's stunned what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And his shows, he gonna do what he wants to do with his shows. He's not gonna do what they tell him to do. He's gonna do what he wants to do. And that's how, and Eminem, him, he the same way. So that, like, all of them, that's who I look up to. And um, God. How do you feel about, like, a lot of younger kids, like, shitting on Eminem now? Are they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's getting, like, a, I don't know, I saw, like, Jack Harlow got there. I didn't even know like, that. Why are these kids not respecting him? Like, he was, well, kind I'm, of set the path I'm, I'm going to tell people. you why. I'm, all these kids, they don't like what Eminem is doing. Because nowadays, a lot of rap. It's all about the beat and the flow. Yeah, Eminem was a lyrical rapper, mm-hmm. but now all rap is and it'd be the same thing. Oh, it's repetitive. Yeah, that's what kids like is the choruses and the repetitive chorus. And as long as it rides on the beat well, it's hard. Yeah, people don't look at it is what they're saying now. They don't care about what they're saying now. They what just, was the song that uh, Lil White played? It's like a oh, fuck. Let me find it. But it's it's basically talking what you're talking about. Like this guy. I saw that they just recently dropped that, didn't they? Uh, oh yeah, where it was okay. some bullshit, but it had the good hook, hook to it. Yeah, it's like da, 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 well, da, like, da, but da. it's just a different generation. Yeah, like I, That's all it is. he knows how much I love Too Short. Like in Snoop Dogg, uh, he I'll play Too Short, and he's like, "Why is this song eight minutes long?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I know every word though." I'm gonna tell you this though. But it's a, the, I'm like, the, he paved the way for y'all. Yeah, that's what you don't understand. Like they used to have to sell. Tapes and records on the street, y'all y'all got it made now. You can just drop something online and it's there. Yeah, like all all the streaming services yeah. and stuff like that. Like think about all the stuff that Three Sticks had to sell like at their console. Like computer would set up a. I booth. remember. Do you remember Neon yeah. Moon yeah, concert exactly. Triple Six? You know? We were there. And, and it was one of their first. Yeah, and like you know, computer and then would be selling this merch and stuff. Yeah, and you know, it'd be all cassettes or you, you know, know, Hobson. No words is the name of the song. Hobson. That, yeah, play that. Oh. I, I hear you go, but like it was just they, they. Then they had to do it the hard way. 
now, I mean, I'm not saying it's still not. I understand it's, it's super hard. No, easy. Me. Right. At the right. same time, because then mm. you have internet bullies, what like Tony likes to call me. Call you. It's That's only to him, want. though, because he started it, but whatever. Um, but you do. Like, I can't look at comments. I yeah. can't look at anything. And I think that was what I was so worried about when he first dropped Comatose, and that's why I wanted him to wait. I didn't care. I knew what was going to happen. You know but what he, he did teach me that. Like, I cannot look at that stuff. What were the people saying? I mean, you just... You know, they'll say, like, a lot of them understood the situation. Like, they understood... But it was before that, even before his coma, like, when he first started going out. But, like, look, so, like, they understood. Like, they knew I wasn't going to be just all the way there. Like, they, a lot of them expected it. They was more... On the positive side, like, damn, he already doing this. Yeah. Like, he dropping, he, oh, well, you know, he might not sound like he, what he did, but he's doing it now. Yeah. But, you know, some of them that didn't know about it be like, what's wrong with his speech? You're like, why you sound like that? You know what I'm saying? But once they understood the story, they said, oh, okay, you know, that type of thing. But, shit, I ain't do nothing but get better. I ain't, that karma really made me harder. <laughs> that really what it did. It just made him work harder. Yeah. Seriously. I just don't understand why people have to leave. But I mean, I understand. Trolls. I understand what it is. You know, they they want to feel better about themselves. Oh, this guy, I sound better than him. You know, let me. You know, it like, doesn't. I mean, you're going to well, always like have somebody. It's people aren't doing shit that are ones talking shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, they I mean, say I ain't doing shit, but I ain't gonna get online and start talking say, bad about people. They say it's people in the cheap seats that are ones booing. Yup. You know, so all day. But here, let me play a little quick bit. Man, rap today fucking sucks bad. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. These fools ain't spitting no type of dope shit. But that's not even the bad part. They're not even saying words anymore. They just got a hard-ass fucking beat to trick dumbasses like you to make you think you like the shit. <laughs> Play that fucking beat. We got I some real it. fucking mentally retarded rappers in the game. I know for a fact nobody know what the fuck these dudes be saying. Wait, turn my reverb and my auto-tune on real quick. This is what the fuck they be doing. I mean, it's most definitely catchy, but it's just like, what yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's catchy, but but that's the whole thing, though. And I think that people don't understand my mother's generation. Our generation. Nobody liked what we liked. Yeah. True. You see what I'm saying? Like, people talk about the things that they say in rap music now. Well, we listened to that. We had two live crew. I mean, like, oh, we. Oh, like you talking about like Cardi B, like Walk? Yeah, and stuff I mean, like but that I'm that saying, like, every generation is going to have stuff you don't like. Don't listen to it. Yeah. Well, like, Nobody's asking you to listen to it. Like, you know, I saw kind of like your mom's, our parents' generation. Yeah. Like, rock and roll. A kiss and all yeah. that stuff. You know, oh, shit. That, Remember they got upset about Elvis. Hell, I had Axl oh, Rose yeah, all over my wall. Like, right. And they got I mean, mad about Elvis. Like, no, like, I, I got into it. Even with her, I got into it. Like, people be like, all, all rappers talk about nowadays is their money or fucking these hoes or... or I don't... That doesn't or, bother or me. Or shooting somebody. That bothers me. But it's like, that bothers you, but what was Tupac rapping about? That's a well, nah, 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 nah. What was, was Easy E rapping about? I think they have a point. The I understand, but he has to understand. Nah, it ain't no difference. It is a big difference. It ain't no difference. What's it, the difference? Mama? What, what well, the, you have to think about like what was going on back then with Ice Cube, and you know, today was a good day. He wrote that after the riots. There was meaning. Like 
I'm not saying you don't have a reason to talk that. I just feel like if you're going to talk about something, make sure you know what you're talking about. Nah, make that, sure you've experienced true, like, it. If you, like a lot of like when are, they did fuck the police, there was a reason for it. Yeah. Like a lot of rappers do rap about shit they don't do. Don't just you talk about saying? doing some gang shit if you're not going through some shit. Does that make sense? Like one percent. There was a big thing going on. Like that was Rodney King. There was a L.A. riots. There was so much going on back then. But I mean, to his point, like Tupac didn't get in trouble till it became Tupac. But I, I'm sure. But he, I think he did. You know, he was going off experiences. It's is the my best. Point. Have you seen that video? It's like Tupac, like talking. About, oh, I love these women, and he's like, "Fuck these." Oh, yeah. sex <laughs> no, and I mean, this, I, he could talk about sex all day long. This, this, I don't think, this how I think about it, right? Like, you can't judge somebody for what they rap about if you don't know them. You yeah, know right. what I'm saying? Oh, and I agree with that. Like, oh, you might not think they don't do this, but a whole time they could really be doing it. You know, but you don't know that. That's not, that. you know what I'm saying? That's police if you tell them that you're doing that. So, you can't really just speak on it. There's, just, like, there's actually a rapper. I forget his name. Um, I saw it earlier, or like yesterday or something. Somebody has come out against his lyrics and said, dude, you don't live this life. They, exactly. they, they called him out. They're like, dude, I went to school with you, bro. We went to a private school. And I can't remember where it was. And that's the who. last thing I want, right? Yeah. Like for somebody to say something like that. But it's, it, it's like not even that. Papa you, Doc. <laughs> yeah. We all have our own things we go through. Speak on your right. experience. But if you're going to talk about certain things, that's fine. But just have a reason behind it. And I think when you get older, you understand more like. I don't want him spreading that to people, right? About the guns and the drugs and stuff like that. That's that's a mother in me. I can't help it. That it is what it is. But I do try not to say anything. You sure did say a lot right there. But when you get older and you're a parent, it's a different situation. So I understand where certain people come from, but at the same time I do try to understand the other side of it. You gotta try to understand. All right, I'm going to try to understand really quick. Don't even, Shut talking. up. <laughs> See, I said I wasn't going to talk. So how did you get your Spotify up so much? I mean, you got like 160-something uh, thousand people listening to you. 170-something, man. It's slacking, man. Slacking. No, no, you ain't wrong. It was 160-something like yeah. not even five days ago. Yeah, that's when I looked at it. But, like, um, how do you build it? Like, how do you, how, do you, how do you get people to download your music? So that's why I say, like, I appreciate Chopper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We dropped a hit song, hit the scene. And a lot of rappers will drop a hit song with somebody, or, like, they'll just drop a hit song. They'll get the big head and not be as consistent no more. Mm. They'll be all about the money. Me, the reason why my Spotify is still going up and on the rise is because when I did that, yeah, I, you know, I had my, my experience with the females and all that. But I also kept it within myself, like, I don't want to fall off, so I'm going to keep putting this in their face. I'm just keep doing this like I'm starving out here. Yeah. And then after the coma and all that, that's what really woke me up and said, all right, yeah, now it's go time. Now you're going to really just put this shit in their face and don't let them look the other way either. You're going to keep putting this in their face and don't, don't, don't even let them blink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's really how I think. Like, I just... I work. All of these about working consistency. Like a lot of rappers don't ain't consistent. I stay consistent because I know, I no matter how rich I get, I'm gonna still work. Like I'm broke as fuck out here. Well, it's like Tony said. I forget which episode it was, but he said that when somebody doesn't ask you for a picture or autograph, that's when you know it's over. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so not necessarily. Continue. No, go ahead. But no, he was just said that because somebody at, who was that talking about that? I don't remember. But like they were saying, hey, appreciate it now because when it when you don't get that anymore, it's over. Oh, I think it was Lil White said that. Was Lil White that was yeah, talking about that? Yeah, he's the one who said that. And like, it makes so much sense because as long as you appreciate your fans, you know they're gonna like you and care for you and stuff. But as soon as you're like, oh, I can't sign that, or I can't do this, you know, that person, whoever it may be, be like, man, fuck you, and then. They might start talking shit online and, you know, and now it'll, now it'll, if it's, you know, it'll spread quick, you know? Yeah, yeah I heard a quote by, uh, well, he just said that in a quote, but he said it mm-hmm. by Steve Harvey. He said, and this is what makes me want to keep going further and further. And this is what makes me, this increases my drive to want to keep you going crazy. He said, success isn't about how far you've gotten. Success is about how far you've gotten from where you started. And that's what I, cause then that, that makes me like, I know where I started originally, but that coma was like starting from the complete, from ground zero. Right. And for me to be where I'm at now, I'm successful as fuck compared to then. You know what I'm saying? So, it just makes me want to keep going harder. Yeah, it's all about, like you said, consistency. It's with anything, because if you fall off or don't put it out there, I mean, there's so much other content somebody can consume. Mm-hmm. So you like you said you got to be in their face all the time. Facts like you can't you can't you can't especially when you're an upcoming artist and you're not all the way mainstream like how you want to be you gotta keep putting like like Dolph Tom before he passed away Young Dolph he FaceTimed me he was like hey little bro no matter how down you feel no matter how much you feel like it's over mm-hmm. don't give up because yeah. that could be the start you know what I'm saying that could be a start into something else he said don't give up because. You know, just keep putting that shit in their face. Keep grinding. I fuck with Dolph. I ain't gonna. I fuck with Dolph Heavy just because of that. Like, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. That was a lot. But like, what about how many times a day do you have to post online? I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I don't. I always post on my stories. Yeah. But like on my actual page. Yeah. I post every other day, but on my stories, I post every day, all day. Cause you know you, my fans want. I want to keep my fans involved and see, let right. them see what I'm doing. So walk us through like a video shoot. I just had what, what all has to happen for this to happen? I just had one yesterday, and it's fucking unorganized as fuck. <laughs> now did that make you mad? Hey, I was mad as fuck the whole time. Yeah, because money wasted, right? No, it ain't just money wasted. It's like time, time. Yeah, because yeah. I could be doing this, but y'all tripping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That type of thing. But uh, no, nah, like with a video shoot, gotta have your cameraman, of course. A good, what you like? You want you want me to tell it from a starting artist or from an artist that's on? Tell us from when you first started, and then tell us when you first started. Shit, you just call the cameraman. Hey, I want to shoot this video. Uh, how much video camera? <laughs> how much is it? And they they let you know if you want to pay, you pay it, and they just shoot you. You know, you yeah. play the song, you, sh- they sh- you just shoot it. But like once you grow, then you got to have production. Like you got to have, like you get the cameraman, and you get the cameraman. The cameraman he'll have a team, and that team will set up lights, set up like have models, yeah. have actors if they needed, uh, props. Or like you have to tell them a certain location had this the right look, and like like okay, it's red sun rappers like, 
Like, there's plenty of rappers that do it. To be honest, like every rapper that like that I know, they doing stuff. Like, like I was just at Fresco Trey video shoot. Like this whole we had a video shoot for one song this whole week. Damn, because he had so many scenes and how they wanted to do it in different in so many locations. And me seeing him doing that motivated me. I'm like, I know it's still so much more to go. So if I want to get to that, I got to do this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? And so yesterday, after me seeing all that this week, I had that video shoot yesterday. That shit was so unorganized. I was so massive. I ain't rocking like this no more. I'm moving like this. So now me and my cameraman was just on the phone all morning this morning. She heard me probably on the phone with him. We're trying to set up the right models and set up the right locations and how we want to shoot it. It's so much when you're independent and you don't have a manager, like a real manager type shit. Yeah. Like, she she answers my features, my shows, and all that. But, like, I, I'm i still handling, like, how I want to set up everything and who I want to put in everything and where I want to put everything. And I ain't going to lie. It's stressful, but I like that because I could trust myself. I don't trust nobody else. With you doing it yourself, you know it's going to be done right. Yeah. Because yesterday's shoot wasn't done by you, right? You were... No, I, I was done, but I was... I was just I was just doing shit involved with the wrong people, and that's what fucked everything up. So how much does a how much does a video shoot cost with different locations like your boys doing high quality? Junk? Yeah, oh. like super high quality, like MTV. Well, back in the day, MTV. What? There's no MTV anymore. There's no such thing as MTV. Sorry, YouTube. Like something that's gonna uh, be dope. Some like it's really like some Post Malone type shit. Yeah, that's something like that's a good ten fifteen thousand for the video. Yeah. Jesus, but like, like me, I I pay about I, like because that comes to booking models and booking the locations. Sometimes you got to rent an area out yeah. to keep, and then the cameraman. You got when you pay the cameraman, you got to pay his crew too. So it's about and you got to pay the editor, the person that edits the video and all that. I got to pay about fifteen hundred. Damn. So when you first started, were you doing all the editing yourself for your videos? Uh, now Faye, Faye is like my camera. He'll usually put it together. Okay, he'll just do it himself. Yeah, but now I be one special effects and all the crazy stuff you see in videos. Yeah, so I got to pay extra for that. It's like an extra five hundred, four hundred dollars. Damn. So how did you first get started? Like on you? Was it YouTube? Were you first SoundCloud? SoundCloud. Okay. Uh-huh. Is SoundCloud even a thing still? That, yeah, that was my era, SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud well, didn't, uh, didn't Chance the Rapper, he saved SoundCloud, right? Well, weren't I, they talking about letting SoundCloud. going away? Because I remember, okay, so how long ago was this that you came on SoundCloud? I was 16. You were 16? So, uh, six years ago. Okay. Like, I don't think many, I think, like, some DJs still use it, but, like, because they're dropping, like, like. Oh, you can, like, even put the podcast I don't know anything on about SoundCloud. On SoundCloud? I, mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, a dead format or a dead thing. Uh, no. SoundCloud still be like. Oh, okay. SoundCloud is, like, a free version of Spotify. Mm. That's where all it is. Like, so I, like, I still use SoundCloud every, every now and then. I mean, I got Spotify. I got Apple Music. But sound, certain songs, you know, that people don't drop on our platforms will be on SoundCloud. And that's where I go to go listen to those. You get a lot of people who are like, man, I knew him back before. Like it's they get day. mad, they it's get mad day. that you're like blowing up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, damn. They'll be like, damn. I knew him back when he was when he couldn't even rap for real. Working at the Malco I remember, Theater, yeah, working at Malco, <laughs> working at McDonald's, and McDonald's. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, shit. Really, that motivates me. I don't even get mad. I that shit. You knew me back then. Now you see where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, how many people are like? Don't just ask the same question, but I ask but a different way. Like, how many people get like really 
jealous that you hit, became something in, in the game, like what you're doing, and they tried, but they couldn't happen. It didn't happen for them. You'll fall out with a lot of people. Mm. Like, I fell out just this year since the coma. I fell out with so many people because of envy. Certain situations had happened that made me fall out with that person. And other people, when I was in my healing process, other people feel like, you know what I'm saying, since I'm so focused on myself, I'm not giving them my time, all of a sudden they don't fuck with me no more. So it was like, you know, shit, oh well, shit, you just, that's your call, that's your lost cause, shit. You yeah. that, I, I'm a, I'm an, I know I'm so big hearted, if you lose me, that's a big loss in my eyes. I'm, that's not even me being cocky. I just know the benefits I can bring into the person's life. And you can't take care of everybody. And you can't take care of everybody, though. Well, you I want think, to, even nah, when nah, you want to. No, nah, no, nah, it ain't about taking care. I'm just saying I'm the good. benefits, like the energy, right. the energy right. I bring into somebody's life, the vibe I bring into somebody's life. Like, that's, that's what people will miss out on, and that might be what that person needs. And now they're not getting that no more, so now they're going to go looking for something else, and they won't find it. That's how it is. Well, I always think, like, when people get jealous of somebody, it's like, it's just not your turn. That's how I see it. I feel like, and if people, like, people will take action to their jealousy, and they'll fuck their blessing up. Yeah. Okay. Have you gained, like, some really good close friends since your coma? Like, you know, you've lost some, and now you've gained some really new, like, good new ones? Yeah, his name is uh, Rico. That's my little brother. Like he, even though I call him my twin because he was involved. Thank God, I'm, was, I'm glad they found each other. He was found. He was in a car accident. A drunk driver hit him, and he got this. He was in a coma for seven days, and I was in for nine. And he was. He got the same exact brain injury I got. But on the other side, right? Yeah, on the other side. And damn. So everything me and him talk about, we relate to so much because everything we done been through. Like our recovery, but see, he a basketball player, so he's like the other side of me. Because before I was right. a rapper, I was a hooper. So he's like they had the other, to do a fight to get him to let him play basketball. Yeah, they had to. They had to, you know, again, you know, go to court and all that stuff about that. Like so he so he can have a fifth year senior season of basketball. It's on the news and everything. But you know, yeah. and Rico's was December fifth. His mm-hmm. was February fifth. Oh, Damn. So it was a year December fifth for Rico, and it was a year for James February fifth. It was really, it was, it was a lot. I, I loved they got with each other. And they both go to um, Shabazz. Yeah. Coach Shabazz. So, is that where y'all met? Yeah, that's where I met. Because Coach Shabazz yeah. was the one that told me to hit him up. Because Rico, cause Rico, he's been a fan of me since before I even met him. Yeah. He's younger than me. He's nine, He's 18, turning, or he nine, no, he's 19 now. He's 19, I'm 22, you know. But, like, we used to say, even though we twins, he's still my little brother to me. Right. Yeah. And Rico's mom knows Carson. Yeah, Rico's mom. My was, youngest. She'd be uh, help, like assisting him at school and stuff like that. I got you. So how important are your mom and your brother to you? In the world to me. My mama, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't even know how to be independent. Yeah. Because she is the full definition of independent. Like, that's how I see it. Like, that's good and bad. Yeah, it's good and bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with my kids. My little brother... He can make me so angry, yeah. But he can also calm my anger because I know everything about him, and I know what he, you know what he goes through. I know first what, person he asked about, yeah, and that's the only person I up. asked about when I woke up yeah. every day. And I asked about him. You know, I said, "Where's his cross at?" I was like, "Where's this at?" Because his ass is in here. Oh, okay. I said, "Where's where that at?" 
You know what I'm saying? They told me I was worried about that, but I was also worried about my little brother because I'm like, damn, where's he at? You know what I'm saying? Is he not? Because I didn't know I was in L.A. Shit, I didn't know where the he hell. He thought we were in Memphis. He, he was like, where's Carson? And I'm yeah. like, James. I had to tell him every day. But that was the first thing he asked about every single day is his brother. But yeah, my mom, she the hardest working woman probably on this earth. I ain't gonna lie. They know. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we can definitely... We I've can't, had to put up with them for a long we time. We can't disagree with you on that. She definitely <laughs> kicks ass and works hard. Like, I feel like works hard. I feel like that's why... I feel like me and her argue so much because we're so much alike in our minds. Both she's stubborn as hell, I'm stubborn as hell. And that's gonna always clash. That's probably why my dad and her never got along because they were both stubborn as hell. So... I mean, how I see it is, my mama came from shit. You know what I'm saying? She knows what it's like to grow up and to do everything yourself and to work for yourself and get it on your own. Mind you, she helped me with shit, but when I actually got into my career and everything, yeah. I did everything by myself. I put my own money in my pocket. I I. I don't, I don't. I tell her now. I don't like asking for nothing. I don't want to ask for nothing. When people, like sometimes people will be like, "What you want for Christmas?" I don't want nothing. Now, no, no, no. We're gonna give you something. I'm like, all right, but you know what I'm saying. I, I'm not. I'm, I don't like asking for nothing no more. Cause now I'm in the. I'm in. I'm getting in the position to where I just want to give back because so many people have. You know, no, it ain't. I just want to give back. Because I know what it's like to come from nothing. So now I want to get back to the ones that's coming from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to get back to my mama because she helped me so much, so much throughout my life. I want to get back to my little brother. I want to put him in a household to where it ain't so, you know what I'm saying, like closed in to where he has more room to go wander his, into his thoughts. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just want them to be all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put myself in position, but they come first. Oh, God come first, but you know right. what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? But like, once I get myself in position, then I'm put, like, once I get myself up, I'm bringing everybody up with me that that deserves it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because Tony said one day, he goes, it's not fun if you're the only one up and everyone else is left behind. You're lonely you know? like, you, Yeah, you have these people that are around you, but they're really not your you know, your mom's your family, obviously, but like, you know, they act like your family or your best friends and shit. Like these are just people that you just met or whatever. And then you're all your real people are back home or whatever, you know? Yeah. You're only cool with the new people. Cause y'all got money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, that's why like, even she knows I don't, I didn't have one feature on my album. I don't, I don't do songs with other, just artists. I do, you know what I'm saying? And like under the right circumstances, I'll do a song with other artists. If I got a good bond with that person, I'll do songs with other artists, but I'm focused on myself. Like, I got to hurry up. I got to get my ass up. Like, even though I got all the time in the world, I'm at the age to where I don't want to see them going through what they're going through anymore. I don't want to see that. I hate seeing it. That's why I get so mad. That's why I have anger issues. Because I, I well, see. Well, that's part of it. That's a part of it, yeah. But The brain injury. But, I mean, I've had anger issues Well, before, no, but though. we both have, I'm saying. But that was but, another part of it. But that's why... I'm going so hard now because I said we can be in such a better position if I could just go harder. You know what I'm but saying? He has to rest. Listen. I love you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. 
them doctors telling me the rest was the worst decision they ever made because I came back a fucking beast. They couldn't stop me. Nothing stopped me. Resting, yeah, I got to rest to get my brain straight. Yes. But I'm only going to rest when I know I need to rest. But if I know I ain't got to rest like that, I'm I'm going all in. I'm not holding back nothing. You know, if I didn't know that what happened to you, you know, from your mom and stuff like that, that I would never even thought you had an accident just talking to you. It's come so good. Yeah. He's done you said very it's been well. one year, I mean, right? It was, a year, see, like, it was a year February 5th. The only okay. reason why my speech might be a little off now because I got these damn grills in. <laughs> he came home and I was like, uh, he's like, don't worry, mom. They come out. I'm like, yeah, if they didn't, I'm going to take them out. I don't mom, mind them. I'll be telling all my that friends. that big of a deal, but come on, dude. I'll be telling my friends because you know, they be watching social media and shit. Yeah. They'd be like, I want to get permanence. I'll be like, hell no. Nah. I, I show them, look what happens when you have permanence. And that TV shaved down, rotten. I said, don't do that bullshit, bro. Like, real. So these just pop in front of your teeth? Yeah, I just, I just take oh, them off. Oh, you take them off and pop them yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So when he came home one day when he was 16 years old and told you, you were gonna, he was going to be a rapper, what would you think? Well, and see, he, in the beginning, he was like, you just don't, you don't support me. You you know, like, I don't. And I'm like, you have to think about when we were young. Mm-hmm. Somebody says they're going to be a rapper. We don't think about that. We think, as a parent, you think, okay, well, a lot of people want to be a rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then his first video, if you saw that, you were like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't Why get, are you hating? I wasn't hating. You were hating, hating. Come on. You were hating on anybody who was 16. Okay. Now you're hating on me right now. That's a lie. You could have let that part out. You know, now I'm going to go Google that first no, video. You, no, it's, nah, it's, it's gone. Not, it you gone. can't oh, find gone. it. Okay. Thank God. Everybody's got but, to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. We're from a generation, like I said, you had to like literally sell CDs and DVDs and Whatever. You couldn't just put it online and everybody listened to it. It wasn't that I didn't support him. I got him a, I got him, I bought him a microphone. She had to get used to the fact that this is you're doing. Yeah. And I had to watch him grow. You want your kids to do whatever they can do. And I never fought him on it. Like he could do whatever he wanted to do. But I wanted him to learn and go to school and what we are taught from day one. I just didn't. I wanted him to do whatever he could do. And he did. And once I saw that growth, once I saw him go from this end to this end, he he had to learn himself. But he, until you're a parent and you see that and somebody comes to you, like how many kids say, I want to be this and I want to be that. It's one thing to say it and then to see it. Does that make sense? You got to have, yeah. you got to have the work ethic to do it. Like people, when people say, a lot of people say shit and they don't do it. It doesn't mean I don't Absolutely. support you. I support you in anything. You do. I know. The fuck you pointing at me for, man? You don't do what you say you're going to that, do. That's man. true too. Ross, hey, I've seen him go do things he said he's. My do. problem is, all right, like I said about my earring. My problem is, I put this rap shit in my life. I mean, not my life, but this rap shit in what I want. Before my fucking like priorities, sometimes like sometimes I put my music videos before like a bill I gotta pay or something right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I do shit like that, but that's because that's how my, I want this way more than I said. Because once I get this, I, and then this gets bigger, those are gonna be easy. These are gonna be easy as fuck. Yeah. So that's how I think. So when you first put your first song out there, how much like were you nervous at first of people's perception of your music? 
Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was just like, what the? I said, hold on, my man, I'm tired as hell, y'all. Sorry. But um, I was like, damn, I just dropped my first song. Fuck. Yeah. I knew it wasn't that good either. <laughs> so I said, I just got to see what they're going to say. Everybody was hating, but it, it was getting so much hate. It was, it was bringing more attention into me. Yeah. Right. So when I, when I seen that, I said, I don't give a fuck how bad I am. They they still, they love to hate it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep going. And that shit ain't, and that hate ain't do nothing. Let me get harder and harder and harder and harder. Yeah. But that's one thing about him. He's, the confidence he has. I loved his confidence. And that fact that he's never worried about what anybody says. He didn't care. He's going to be him all day, every day. And I love that. Well, I think it's got to take a little bit of ego to think that anybody wants to hear you in the first place, you know, like get that first foot forward because I think everybody has an opportunity to do something. But a lot of times people are so afraid of everybody else's opinion that they don't even get started. See, that's why that's another reason why I like, cause we had brought up rappers. I look up to mm-hmm. like young boy, the whole industry be trying to go against them, but he don't give a fuck. Cause he like, shit, I, he's the biggest artist on YouTube right now because Shit, he not trying to do what everybody else doing. He doing him. He don't yeah. give a fuck what everybody else talking about, and that's how I am. I don't want to. I don't care what y'all talking about. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Cause only, only, only you know you. Mm-hmm. They don't know you. You know you. Yeah. So. You know. Now what? How do you feel about the impact you're having on people, like with your music? I love it because I'm positive. Like, yeah. my, all my music is. Positive, like I might, I might say negative shit sometimes, but I say it on an upbeat type of song or like in an upbeat way to make it more fun to dance to. Yeah. So they don't look at it in that way. They just they like the lyric, but they, but they love the energy that comes with it. Like you know what I'm saying. I try to bring positive energy to every song. He sent me a video today on on Instagram of this DJ like controlling the crowd with the music, and it's Mm -hmm. just so powerful what you guys can do with just your words and. And some sounds. It was Martin Van Buren, mm-hmm. and I think it was one of his last shows, and before COVID, you know, it was ending the year or whatever. And it's just like fifty, sixty thousand people out, right? This is like overseas, obviously. Right. And he's dropping the beat, and then it's like le- in, in, in the part of the beat, it's like left, right, and you see all these people just going, yeah, yeah. You know, just like- hooking the crowd. It's got to be one of the best feelings, I think, man. Like when you guys are up there and you're all saying something and everyone's doing what you're asking or, or telling them to do and stuff and just watching all these people do that. Yeah. I love it. Like this, like me coming to the music, I didn't even think about the money. I, people, a lot of rappers will say, fuck the fame, I want the money. Fuck that. I want the fame. I love, I love making people happy. Yeah. I love making people positive. I love I love doing shows. Like shows is what makes me feel like I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? The money going to come regardless because when you're doing big shows like that, you're going to get a check. Yeah. So I want the fame. That fame going to bring you the money. So you know what I'm saying? So I, I shit, to be honest, how I feel about it. I'm just getting closer to God and I'm letting God take me to where I need to go. On your, if you're going out on tour, say this summer, who would you want to go on tour with? My brother Chopper, him. Uh, another rapper I'll probably go on tour with. Mm, I don't, I don't. Just, probably, 
See, that's why I wish X was alive still. Cause I love his shows. Yeah. Um, I love to do something with Post Malone. I love to do something with uh. Mm, that's a good one. That's hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard for me. Probably. But mainly just Chopper, right? Chopper, probably my boy Trey Fresco. Him, okay. them. Yeah. Yeah, Trey and uh, Charlie, two people that came, they came to L.A. and they saw James. He, did, he was just talking about Charlie. Yeah, I hit him up. Oh, you know Charlie? Well, I don't know him personally, but I added him on Instagram and stuff like that. I yeah. hit him up, like, I think He's so good. Thursday or something like that. And I was like, who's this? And I saw him in there, and I was like, oh, shit, let me talk to him, too. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try to get him on. And then, because he's like a producer, you said, right? Video and a producer and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He, they, they he does everything. Like, he literally just, does everything. And like he's these people, y'all are so young seeing y'all do this, you I know, it's that. like shit. And Charlie way younger than me. He 19. It's crazy. So man. young. So much younger. So I saw you enrolled in University of Memphis. You pumped about that? I'm, 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 I'm in there right now. Oh, you're in there right now? Yeah, I've been, yeah. In, I've been in this whole uh, semester, spring semester. Yeah. I've thought about it, you know, <laughs> and I, I got in there, I got in there super motivated and confident. I was doing good, but it's this one class that keeps fucking me up, and that's what makes me not want to go back, but I'm a stable because it's one class, it ain't all yeah. my classes. I'm passing every class but that class, so I'm cool, which is, I'm just pissed off because that teacher's ass off. What, what's the class? <laughs> I can't, I can't. I ain't uh, tell me that. later, tell me later, yeah. But, um, you know, when I was in college. Um, you probably did all your homework. Well, besides that. Um, I he was to, at Neon Moon <laughs> yeah. before he had to go to class. So I, I used a, a website called RapeMyProfessor.com. I, I know what you're talking about. You know yeah. I think it's still up. I think people still use it. <laughs> and it'll tell you, like, it'll it's like a thumbnail of the teacher and the, what they teach. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it tells you how hard they are, how their tests yep. are. And people will go up there and review the teacher. Oh, yeah. And like that, I chose all my teachers that way. Oh, I did too when one, I went back. And one, one of the people were like, I was um, something statistics. I can't remember. Statistics but, is and, horrible. And, like, the guys, everybody was like, take this teacher. You get one one question, one test, and if you pass it, you're good. And the question is usually yeah. told to you before you go to cl- uh, before yeah. the test. And every, I mean, he had like hundreds of reviews under him. I oh, forget that. I, I forget the teacher, you know. But it was like the rest of the time in the class, you just he just wrote on the chalkboard and told you to take the notes, and this will be on the test. Yep. And then before the test comes, this is the question for your test. Your one question. This to, is your answer. And you know, this is this is what you write this answer to this question. You're going to be good, like you know. But those are the good teachers. Yeah, to me, because they they just you know they because not everybody learns the same. Right, and they understand that you don't. You're not going to be just uh, that one class isn't going to make or break your college career. Right, and that's the so, thing. Like I'm real good at doing my work. I'm yeah. terrible at tests. You still, uh, you, you're done yet? Oh, I, I finished yeah, mine yeah. May 2020. I but I'm still waiting table. What'd that's you get it. your degree in? Paralegal. It was just a little thing. I you did can, it. I did it for myself. Really. Oh, okay, you can. He was going to college, and I was like, I'm going to go. Damn, helicopter parent, man. Like, let him have fun in college. But no, he was at Memphis. I was at Southwest. Oh, okay. It wasn't like I was stalking him at University of Memphis. <laughs> Hell, I can't afford two people at University of Memphis. Are you sure you were stalking him? I'm positive. <laughs> I do find out where you live. Where are you at? <laughs> so what impact do you want to have, like, worldwide and also in Memphis? So... 
before the coma, my impact was just I want everybody to have fun. Mm-hmm. Now, my impact is I want everybody to have fun and never give up, no matter how hard life gets. Cause I was, I was there. I tell I tell people every day, like, no, I didn't die, but I was in the face of death. Oh, I didn't have a left side. I couldn't walk. Couldn't talk. Couldn't wake up. I said, and nothing really just worse than that. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably stuff plenty like plenty worse, but. It's like, besides dying, of course, but, you know what I'm saying, you got to never give up, stay motivated. That's why. That's what my album is for, is I wanted to motivate everybody to keep going. No matter what y'all are doing, keep going. Don't listen to nobody. Listen to, only listen to people that's bigger than you and what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't listen to nobody that's not bigger than you because what, are they, what can they tell you that you don't already know? So I just I want everybody to keep going. I don't care what nobody say. Keep going. And as far as Memphis, Memphis, yeah, boy, I want for the city. I just want everybody to be positive. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like the city's full of hatred and negativity. Like I feel like I mean I love Memphis. You know I love where I'm from. If it weren't for Memphis, I wouldn't be who I am. Yeah, but. I just feel like the city could be so much more than what it is if people didn't have all that hatred in them. No okay. Facts. Yeah, it's sad seeing that because, like, there is a lot of potential here, but then there's people that kind of set us back sometimes, man. All day. And it's sad. Because I love Memphis, too. No. But I worry more now. Like, we used to go to... We didn't even used to go out to, like, what, 11? Yeah. Somebody... So, so the guys I work with... They're yeah. much younger than, you know, yeah. they're his age, you know. But there's most no of clubs them. anymore. Like, there's not, like, what we and, had. And they go, hey, we're going to go to Mulligan's. Like, ah, right, cool, I'll meet you there on Friday. They usually text me during the day, you know. You mean 5 p.m.? And they go, they go, yeah, we can, we're going to get there on, like, 1030. I was like, huh, I'll be what? in bed. I was like, you expect me to stay up till <laughs> then to meet y'all? Fuck you. Like, I was so glad it shows at, like, 2.15. I cannot. I'm so excited. Yeah. But I do worry. Like, you hear about so much. And I'm always like. I can't sleep sometimes knowing that he's going to do a show or going downtown. I worked downtown for years and it's just not like it used to be. And, it's, and that's, it's hard. You worry. Yeah. But I think that's I any parent. They, they implement the money. I think so. Now. Yeah. They, they implemented, it, but someone still got stabbed last night. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Someone got stabbed on Bill Street yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's got to happen, but something needs to change. Like, I just, I don't think people value life, man. It's just so precious. It is a big I'm, I'm, difference I'm, this now. That's another thing. Like, people, I was thinking about this yesterday. People, a lot of people in Memphis don't value life because they don't know, like, you know, when they, when you come from nothing mm-hmm. and you still haven't gotten nowhere. True. You might feel like, damn, what am I here for? Might yeah. as well say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Might as well do what the hell I want to do. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot of people haven't left their street. Yeah, that's why. Well, then, but then you have to think, everything's so expensive now. Like, parents are working. Like, and there's not, it's usually like a dad or a mom, or even if you've got two parents. Mm-hmm. It costs so much to live. Like, you literally work all the time. Like, our, you know, you, back in the day, people would have, like, somebody at home or have, it, things weren't as expensive to me. I don't know. 
They I just kinda, feel like nah, you're right. They kind of terrible. It changes it's, things, it's expensive for and sure. then but then you have parents that just don't care. You don't. That's another. I'm like, not parent, a perfect a parent. parent. I have failed many, fuck. many, many times. But talk to your kids. Don't try to be too overprotective. Don't try to be too lenient. Yeah. You got to find a middle ground somehow. Now, a lot of parents don't give a fuck about their kids, and that's a bad thing. It's that's sad. Why, that's why a lot of these kids starting to become killers and want to rob and shoot and sell drugs because that's all they know. They ain't never have nobody teach them something else. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? With her being an independent woman, me seeing her work her ass off, that's what taught me, okay, I know I can become successful if I work my ass off. Don't rely. Like, she taught me not to rely on nobody. I don't rely on nobody. I rely on myself. That's about it. I did something right. I rely on what? <laughs> I don't I, know what. <laughs> I put my faith in God and I rely on myself. Simple as that. Like, uh, like a lot, and that's another thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people lose faith when they when because a lot of people will lose faith because they fucking up their own blessings. They'll make a, they'll do something bad, and then they won't. You know what I'm saying? They still ain't receiving nothing out of it. And they're like, damn, why am I still in this fucking position? Like, you know, but it's like you're in that position because you keep doing this dumb shit. You keep right. going to jail. You keep, you know, doing whatever you're doing out there. But, you know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why when I was a teenager, I, I, I might have did bad shit when I was a teenager. I, I, I was bad as fuck. But, but when I went through that coma and everything, that shit taught me, hey, grow the fuck up. It's time to work. Like you only here for a second. Like I almost lost my life, so it's like, shit. I ain't not, I'm not trying to die. I'm scared. Like I ain't scared to die, but I'm not trying to be in the position again. So I'm gonna work my ass off and try to fulfill the purpose God gave me. See, he thinks he was a bad kid. I felt like I got lucky <laughs> compared to what I was. She's like, man, hey, shit, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> Just a lot of- so we usually end the podcast with our guest telling us a piece of advice for our listeners. What mm-hmm. advice do you have for people? And then you go, Cricket. The advice I have for people, I don't know what everybody believes is, but what I say is believe in God. Put your faith in God. Always have self-motivation. Yeah, you can have put other people motivate you, but make sure you put your your own motivation first. Manifest. You know what I'm saying? Write down affirmations. Let people like let yourself know what you're gonna do and do it. Right. Stick to it. Stick to your goal. Never give up. No matter how hard life gets, never give up because God has a plan for everybody. You know, we were talking to our guest yesterday, um, Kamal, and he pretty much said exactly what you just said. Manifest affirmations and just believe that you can do it. Yeah, uh, it's fact because I seen I seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. Yeah, too many people breed negativity, man. And it's like you said, if you're all, if that's all you're consumed with, that's what your life is going to be. And if you, like I said, if you manifest good stuff and you actually put in the work, then something good will start happening. It may not happen overnight, but if you keep doing it consistently, you you'll start seeing going. good things happening to you and who you hang out with. Like they say, you're some of the five people you hang out with. So if you're hanging out with a bunch of people that aren't trying to do anything. You're not going to try to do anything. Uh, so you got to audit your circle. And so I had to do wall guy and we was about thirty deep. Yeah. Thirty people deep. Man, shit five deep, man. I don't fuck I don't I don't fuck with a lot of people no more because everybody's got a negative influence on me and I don't like that. I don't need no negativity around me. Yeah. It's draining, man. It is. But tell them what wall gang is. Wall gang. Wall gang 
is my family. You know what I'm saying? It's my brand. Uh, woe. It ain't just woe. You know what I'm saying? Woe means we overcome all hate. Mm. Yeah. And just the gang part is just the clique. Yeah. Know, we all, and that's my brothers. But brothers, sisters, all that. Like, I, we got boys, we got girls, we got all that. So, you know what I'm saying? We, woe gang is woe gang. We overcome all hate and we don't, we don't let no hate get to us. And like, I've had to tell some of them, I'm like, how are we woe gang if y'all letting hate get to y'all? Mm. I said, how can you overcome the hate if you letting it get to you? Yeah. You keep going live about everybody that you mad at. Bro, leave that shit alone, bro. Like, damn, keep doing you. They ain't, they ain't putting money in your pocket and talk that. So I just, I just tell them, fuck that hate. That's just words. What are the words going to do to you? Especially if the people don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why are you looking at me like that? It's your turn. Your Tell turn. us advice. Advice. Yeah, you, you um, like motivation and advice. Yeah, like you know, I know. I'm, you've been around a long yeah. time, like us. I know. So you have a lot. Oh, like not in a bad, lot. not in a bad way. I'm just saying, like you know, you've lived a lot, long time. I think just try to get along with people. Like, don't judge. Think about what like somebody else's feelings. Like people come out here and they say things that they shouldn't say sometimes. Um, do the best you can with your kids. You're gonna make mistakes, but uh, talk to them, support them, show them love. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. I mean, like just give people love. Yeah, there's too much arguing. I think parents need to quit arguing along with other people. I've I've been guilty of it. But you're not teaching your kids anything. If they see you arguing online about stuff, like, what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. I think that's a big deal right now, honestly. Like, just Facebook fighting and stuff like that? Well, you know, when you hear about people bullying somebody or something, and it's like, then you see, like, like these grown adults arguing online about stuff. And you're just like, oh, God. How can anybody learn from that? You've got to have an open mind for everything. Yeah, it's also like you're all, not going to be right about everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to be wrong about a lot. You got to learn to accept the fact that you're not always going to be right. I'm so guilty of it, but that's my big thing right now. Well, I think the thing is, like, especially with online, is like people assume they their point of view is the right point of view. Exactly. And so then they'll like talk down to somebody instead of like, hey, this is let me explain why I think this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're always like, oh, you're a fucking moron and you're dumb, you know, it's it's going to make you like, I don't want to okay. listen to you. So if you talk to me with some compassion and like understanding and reason. That's exactly. I mean, like I've got yeah. people I don't agree with, but we get along just fine. Like, but we just have a difference of opinion, but we understand our opinions. Yeah. Not everybody's going to see things. And you have to understand that things aren't, things change. You may not like the change, but it's going to change. Right. That's life. Yeah. And we're here for a short time, so you might as well enjoy your life and All day. not do some bullshit, you know, bickering. Exactly. And yeah. bullying people. Bullying, I mean, yeah. Well, you need to stop bullying everybody. Like, I only bully Tony. <laughs> like, I won't hear from her for months and years, and then it'll pop up. Months or years? You hear from me, like, once a month. No, like, I talking about, like, on Instagram. I saw somebody said something. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I, it was Mama you. Sosa. Yeah. <laughs> bully. That was a fake account. Is that your uh, friendster or finsta? Is that what kids call it? Oh, I don't know. What is it called? I barely know how to finsta. work it. They use like a, I don't even know how to, I have to ask James. I'm like, well, how do I 
post a reel or something. Yeah, they, I don't know how to share his stuff sometimes. They have like a real account and then they'll have a like a fake account where they can go like Troll be people? normal people. Like talk some people do. Oh <clears throat> I'm so confused by all of it. Yeah. I just hey Tony how you do this. Hey <laughs> Tony how you do this. I have to ask him. <laughs> well I would really appreciate your time man and so, um both of y'all thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I've been asking your mom for like I don't know like, okay, he's only asked me twice. Yeah, but it's like been like a year over a year though. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I'm gonna get back to you. I can you. show you the text messages. It was not a year. How long has it been? Hey, four months. Oh. Uh, time works different in my head. No, Sorry. It sure does. <laughs> but you've All come right. a long way too. Thank you. I've seen it. Appreciate that. Love you. Love you too. Y'all are kind of good people. No, no, no. Don't no, don't be putting that shit out there. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Take us out, Tony. All right. We love you lots. Bye. Bye.